I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Good morning, good afternoon or good evening. As you can tell by the title of this episode, I'm going to be covering some important steps that you need to be following in order to build muscle. Now, before you jump the gun and come to an already made conclusion about protein being the only answer, there are many other things that need to be taken into consideration. So let's get right into it and make a start. And what better way to start than with nutrition? Now, protein powders. Now I'm going to be picking on protein powders because for some reason, people are under this belief that once you start training, the first thing that you have to do is invest in protein powders and all these bars and all these other different types of supplements in order to, you know, make some changes to your muscle, in order to grow your muscles, develop them, you know, whatever you want to call it. And I'm here to say, you know, you don't necessarily have to take protein powders or supplements or anything like that. And besides, if you are adamant that it's something that you want to do, the first thing that you need to do is look at your nutrition habits first. You know, what are your eating habits like when it comes to eating real foods? They're called supplements for a reason. They're there to supplement an already existing decent nutrition habit. You know, so if you are adamant that you want to take protein powders, all I'm saying is, is first take a look at how you are eating right now. You know, fix that first. And besides, relying on protein powders and supplements and things like that all the time isn't a good thing because one day you might find yourself in a situation where you are no longer able to afford to buy supplements and powders, you know, and then what? So when it comes to eating real foods, what skills and what knowledge will you have learned other than unscrewing the top of a protein powder container and taking a few scoops out and making a drink with that? You know, what knowledge would you have learned about nutrition? That's not teaching you anything about nutrition. So like I said, I'm not against protein powders and things like that and supplements and I'm not for it and I'm not against them. But I'm saying, you know, real foods is what you need to be focusing on. If anything, get that in order. And if you're adamant that you want to take your protein powders and any other form of supplements, then you can do that to assist and complement the way that you're eating. But please don't make the mistake of thinking that you can eat a whole bunch of junk and just take these protein powders and supplements and they are going to fix everything and make everything right for you. Okay, moving on to number two, reps, sets, rest time and time under tension. Your muscles need to be challenged in different ways in order to see growth and better development and have better strength. So if you're used to training in a certain way where you only do 10 reps or a certain amount of sets or you're resting a specific time or you're lifting the the dumbbell or barbell or whatever weight it is that you're picking up at a certain speed, 
some of those things need to be changed. You know, you can't continue doing the same kind of thing and expecting to get different results. With reps, play around with your reps. You know, sometimes don't always stick to doing 10 or 12, you know, the standard type of thing. Sometimes increase your reps. If you're going to increase your reps and you're going to go for 15 reps, for example, then just lower the weight slightly. But remember, lower it to a point where you are still struggling on the last couple of reps. You don't want to go so low where it becomes too easy. Rest times. Take shorter rest times in between lifting. Or maybe if you're already doing that, do the complete opposite. Take longer rest times, especially if you're working with some weights on a day where you are going heavy. And and your specific goal is to grow your muscles and get them bigger then you need to take longer rest times. You're going to be lifting heavier. So obviously it's going to require a lot more energy from you and effort from you. And so therefore your resting time is going to be a lot longer than say somebody who's perhaps just lifting weights for endurance purposes. Time under tension. What I mean by that is if you were to do a bicep curl, for example, most people just pick up the dumbbell And they tell themselves, right, I just need to get this dumbbell from point A to point B. And they're not really concentrating on the technique that they're using or how they're lifting. You know, they just want to get that dumbbell from point A to point B. When in actual fact, you should be paying very close attention to the length of time that it's actually taking you to lift the dumbbell and lower the dumbbell. If you want to grow your muscles and develop them, There's going to be the odd odd occasion where you're going to need to change the time under tension. So instead of just moving from point A to point B, count two seconds to raise the, the dumbbell up and then count three seconds to lower it down. That's what I mean by time under tension. It's the length of time that the muscle has to spend under tension, you know, trying to control that weight. All of these small things will add up, I promise you. Just change things up during the week so you're doing a combination of different things. Some days you're lifting heavy, some days you might be lifting moderate, some days you might be lifting light, but also, but regardless of whatever it is that you're choosing to do, change up those things there, the reps, the sets, the rest time, and the time under tension. Moving on to number three, frequency. Okay, training your muscles once a week is definitely not going to be enough. It's not enough. At the very least, I would say twice a week. But ideally, the sweet spot would be three times a week. If you really want to see growth, you want to see your muscles develop, you want to feel strong, you want to be stronger, go for ideally three times a week minimum for all muscle groups. Number four, body split. When I first started strength training, the big mistake that I made was I concentrated on doing full body workouts all of the time. You know, every time I did any kind of strength training, that's what I did. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. That's perfectly fine, especially if you only have a certain amount of time that you can give to strength training or it just works out better for you for the amount of times you can visit the gym or hit a workout at home then that's great. Or if you have a specific goal where you're not necessarily interested in building muscle or, you know, looking a specific way or gaining strength, you're just doing it for like general, you're doing it for general health and fitness, then that's fine. Things started changing for me when I started to change the way 
that I was doing my strength training. So instead of doing full body workouts five days a week, I switched things up. You know, I started doing body splits where one day I could be working on my upper body. Another day I would be working on my lower body. You know, you don't have to do it that way. You might want to concentrate on working the chest and the back, perhaps the arms and the legs another day. When you split your strength training up, it actually allows you to focus a lot more and give more attention to specific muscle groups. You know, when you're giving them more attention, they will develop better. If you want to work on your shoulders or you're working on your arms, you could just put together five different exercises that will hit all different areas of your arms. And you can do the same thing for various other muscles on the body as well. So split them up. That gives you more time to focus and give more attention to specific muscle groups. Number five, if you're a person who strength trains and you're only using the machines at the gym, switch things up. I'm not saying don't use the machines at all. I'm saying sometimes have a few sessions where you're including some bodyweight training or some free weights. You know, again, the muscles need to be challenged in different ways. The difference between the machine and using free weights and your body weight is that machines restrict you to a certain degree. You know, they have a fixed range of movement, whereas body weight and free weights, any range of movement that your body allows, you can do that with free weights and body weights. There is no restriction. As long as it's safe, there is no restriction. So switch away from the machine sometimes. Maybe have a couple of days where you use the machines and then a couple of days where you're doing free weights or body weight, or perhaps you can mix all three together in a session. Number six, rest. Rest is important because this is the time when your muscles are repairing themselves and it also allows for growth. You know, you need to have some rest days away from strength training. Now, it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to sit down and don't do any training. When I'm taking a rest day from strength training, I would focus on some conditioning work. I would get the battle ropes out, you know, do a conditioning session on there. Sometimes I'll do some bag work where I'm punching the a freestanding punch bag, or maybe I'm going out for a run or some kind of walk that involves hills or something like that. Depending on your frequency and how your strength training maps out throughout the week, then yes, take a rest day here and there. Think of it this way, you've performed a certain strength training workout a couple of weeks ago. Fast forward two weeks and you come to try and do that same workout again and you're struggling, you know, you're not able to lift, your technique is off, you don't have the energy, you can't lift as much as you did before or even complete the set or get through the reps. This could be a sign of burnout, especially if you have been continuously training every single day with strength training and not taking a break. So think about that. Number seven, challenge yourself, but don't kill yourself. So what I mean by this is, if you happen to be training alone, still make an effort. You know, don't just cruise through your workouts and take the easy way out just because it's only you who knows how much you're actually giving to that workout or pushing yourself. I mean, you may think it's cute to cheat your way through a set, but It's you who will take the loss in the end. You know, when you're not seeing any results or feeling any changes to your strength, it's you taking that loss. I mean, I work out alone. I used to imagine having someone standing over me 
and pushing me through those last couple of reps or to get through that set. I've trained on my own for so long now that I know how to push myself. You know, and that's what you need to do. So no more cheating on your reps and cheating on your sets or skipping parts of your workout because you just want to get it over and done with. And number eight, the last one is use resistance bands. You can either use them on their own or you can actually add them to weights that you're using. The resistance band, yes, it might look flimsy. Some people perhaps don't see it as much of a challenge when looking at the weights, you know, the machines or the dumbbells or, you know, the barbell or anything like that. But resistance bands are pretty good because they have a way of targeting the smaller muscle groups that you're probably not even aware of and you probably don't even think about either. So resistance bands are great. Do not underestimate them. Also, another great thing about resistance bands is that let's just say you're not a member of a gym, so you don't have access to a whole range of different weights. You know, you might only have two or three sets of dumbbells And you might get to a point where it's just not challenging enough when you're performing certain exercises. If you invest in some resistance bands, let's just say you're going to do a bicep curl now and the dumbbell that you have is just not heavy enough. So what you would do is you would get one end of the resistance band, put your foot on top of that. Okay, so you're standing on top of one end. The other end, you would use that to wrap around the dumbbell in the position where you would place your hand to hold the dumbbell. Now, when you go to lift that dumbbell to do your bicep curl, it will be that much harder because of the additional resistance from the band that you've now added. That's all you've got to do is just add some resistance bands. You don't need to run out and go and buy some more weights because weights, as we know, are pretty expensive and not everyone is in a position financially to be able to buy additional weights. So, Use them alongside the weights that you already have. And there you have it. A few ideas on what you can do to change up your training style so that you can actually see better development and better growth with your muscles. All that leaves for you to do now is to go out there, try these things and see what works for you. That's what fitness is at the end of the day. You know, it's like a big experiment on yourself, seeing what works what doesn't work, what you need to be doing more of, what things you need to be keeping away from. It is an ongoing experiment. And it's about understanding how your body responds to training. It's all trial and error. Each and every one of us is different. Some people have a tendency to build muscles quicker than others. And for others, it might take a little bit longer. But we all meet minimum requirements and we can all get there. So I'm going to wrap this up now. So thanks for listening. Take good care of yourself and I shall catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.